The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to his disciples, There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars, and on earth nations will be in dismay, perplexed by the roaring of the sea and the waves. People will die of fright. In anticipation of what is coming upon the world, the powers of the heavens will be shaken, and then they will see a son of man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. When these signs begin to happen, stand erect, raise your heads, because your redemption is at hand. Beware that your hearts do not become drowsy from carousing and drunkenness and the anxieties of daily life, that day catch you by surprise, like a trap. That day will assault everyone who lives on the face of the earth. Be vigilant at all times. And pray that you have the strength to escape the tribulations that are imminent. And stand before the Son of Man. Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Remember when the Israelites were enslaved to the Egyptians in Egypt for 400 years? And after the 400 years, God appears to Moses and says, I have heard the cry of my people Israel. Well, you hear the cry, you have been crying for 400 years. Where have you been? So what were they doing for 400 years? Well, the scriptures tell us what they were doing. For the 400 years, they multiplied. They multiplied. How exactly do you multiply? Well, it's easy. You fall in love, get married, and you have children, and you multiply. So let's take a look at that in a little, a little more detail. So there's an Egyptian taskmaster telling the young Israelite man, take those bunch of bricks and bring them up to the top of that pyramid and do it quickly. And that's a long day. That's a long, hard day of work. And afterwards, he goes home to his family. He opens up the door. He's tired and sore from a long day. And his wife sees him and says, oh, you poor dear. And and she gives him a hug. And next thing you know, they have another baby. (laughs) They multiply. Now, the Israelites, they could have chose violence. They could have chose hate and violence and retribution and and war and decreased in their numbers. But they didn't. They chose love. And they multiplied to a great nation. And then, when they became a great nation, God took them in and took care of them. Now, we have just entered the season of Lent, Advent. And then during the season of Advent, and also with Lent, it's a time of waiting. And what do you do when you wait? 
This is a time period when we love, and that happens as we multiply. Remember Peter after he denied the Lord three times, and the resurrected Lord appeared to Peter, and he said to Peter, Peter, we need to talk. You and I have to have a little talk. And they talked. And you know what happened after they talked? Well, Jesus ascended into heaven. Peter and the boys turned the world upside down and changed the world. And 2,000 years later, my parents are naming me after Peter because of his great legacy. Whoa, what happened? I mean, on one hand, you have Peter. He's he's a failure. He denied the Lord three times and, and abandoned him. And then the next thing you know, he's this great hero and he changes the world. What happened? What was the game changer? He spent a little time with the Lord. That's Advent. As you know, I live in a seminary here, and there are seminarians, and the seminarians are from different parts of the country. And one of our seminarians is from New York. And so I was having a conversation with a seminarian from New York, and he was telling me the other day that uh, he was disappointed that his New York Jets were defeated by the, by the New England Patriots. And then he told me that he was sad that his beloved team, his favorite team of all, the New York Giants, only have three wins all season. And so at that point, I asked him about the New York Knicks. How are they doing? And he let out on this big moan. And I go, just look at you. Look at you, you're miserable. You don't have to be miserable. You can join us, the Boston fans. Unite with us. We're happy. We just had a victory parade. All our teams look like they're going to be in the playoffs this year. Join and unite with us. And he looked at me and he said, Never. (laughs) I understand that. I understand exactly what he means. And I understand because he knows, see? He knows that the, the New York Yankee management is going to go out and get the best players in baseball. And they're going to buy them all. And he knows that the best athletes in the world want to play in New York. Because New York, there's a lot of money there. They have great restaurants there. There's entertainment there. He knows. It's just a matter of time. So he waits. Look at us. What are people saying about us? The church doesn't have the power it used to. Look at that church. The church doesn't have the influence. It certainly doesn't have the respect it does. Look at all the churches closing. People's morale is down. And yet we're all still here. Why? Because we know. We know what? We know that Jesus Christ occupies the throne. We know that Jesus Christ is going to become from a cloud and descend upon us. And that's when we know that our redemption is at hand. See, we know. That's why we wait. We're a people in waiting. And that's Advent. All right, so we're sinners, yes. Sometimes we're even losers. So was Peter. But see, Peter, there was a game changer. And we get one too.
and we spend time with the Lord. And that's when we know. And once we know, we'll wait.